Welcome back to Shadow Over Amber Island, an actual play recording of Shadow of the Demon Lord. Today I bring you the conclusion to Episode 1, A Phantom Menace. When we last left our heroes, they had just defended themselves from a few zombies after they had finished arming and armoring themselves at the blacksmith shop. And now that they have what they need to continue their adventures, let's get right to it. We were heading back after the blacksmith arming. You guys were going to head to Bendis family mansion, the outskirts of town. Mm -hmm. Well, mansion is a strong word. (laughs) I'm sorry, it was your villa. It was a villa. villa. It's a two-story house. That's true, I guess by... It's by local standards. I guess by Tamworth standards, it's it's pretty large. (laughs) So I'm going to walk up next to to, uh, Bendis and show him the tongue that I cut out. Oh, God, what is that? <laughs> and I'm going to, like, gesture to the different parts of the tongue. Having not actually had a tongue myself, is it true that there are different tastes associated with different parts of the tongue? Oh. Here, show me on the tongue. where oh, this Total heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Walking faster the other way. Uh, Bendis, give me a will challenge roll to oh, avoid... Oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to go insane. Insanity. <laughs> Uh, 15. Okay. This is not the worst thing I've seen today. <laughs> I will fall back to Grodd and ask him about the tongue after uh, after getting a bad result from Bendis. You have a tongue. Probably not nearly as repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there yeah. and there. And there. Point. I don't bat an eye with his tongue. Is this similar at all to an orc tongue? Um, you guys are heading toward the villa. What kind of stuff do you have at the villa? It's just a house, just a home, a happy home where I live with my parents. So you're speaking in the past tense. They kicked me out. Oh, why they do that? Because I'm different. You look, you look pretty. You look kind of like everybody else, but I guess you all look the same. I'm just like everybody else. Darn it! Except, except for the throwing lightning bolts. That right. is different. Yeah. And if if you cut me, do I not bleed green like everyone else? Looks really familiar. What was your mother's name? Oh, that was so mean. <laughs> You'll see the family my tree when you get there. It is my personal quest. <laughs> yeah, the, the family tree is where I is out by where I laid the bodies. So I'm thinking it's like a two-story house, and it's uh, you know it's not really that big, but it does have a, a a small enclosed wall, enclosing wall. So it wouldn't be enough to like repel an army, but it's enough to keep brigands out, which is really what... So it's like a, a full-size wall, not a half wall. Yeah. Okay. But it's only 12 inches thick, so it could be battered down quickly. It could be scaled fairly quickly. There's a gate, but, you know, technically it's lockable and barrable, but it hasn't been locked in as long as I've been alive. Totally but, you out. Yeah, but when the rioters <laughs> came through, the, you know, the front door of the house has been knocked off and the windows have been broken. The pantry's been raided and shambled. But the structure itself is, is still pretty sturdy. So are you offering your house as a base of operations? Yeah. Come on in, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry it's a mess. I just got back the other day and I found... Wow, they really did a number on this place. Oh, man. Like, oh, you haven't even cleaned up the blood yet? Uh, burst wow, into tears. A, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> oh, you missed you missed a part here, and I. Oh no, no, that's that's something else. <laughs> Somebody else's blood. Bendis, being as how you come from a wealthy merchant family, mm-hmm. do you guys have like a horse stable in the back? Do you actually have horses? Carriage, maybe. 
I don't know if the horses survived, but there's definitely carriage. And there's an outbuilding where the uh, groundskeepers would store their tools and stuff. Is there anything cool? Ben, is, do you have anything for this bite that I have? Um, yeah, let's 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 go to the kitchen. I I think there's some some bandages and stuff. I'm gonna check out the back garden. There's don't, some. Don't miss what's under the tarp over there. I'm I'm trying to be sneaky and sneak out <laughs> while they're while they're in the kitchen getting. Yeah, like, so so, so Bindus will lead Grod into the kitchen, and you know it's a wreck like everything else. But I can find a pan of uh, or I can find a pot. You know, and there's a well. They actually have a well in the house, a well pump. It's kind of cool, kind of swank. So <laughs> pump some clean water, and there's some dish rags or some, you know, linen-type things that I can offer to help kind of bind it up. I don't know if that'll help at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll give um, cleaning and dressing the wound will definitely give a boon on the uh, roll to recover from being diseased. All right. And then well, I we should apply fire. Um, I don't know what kind of foodstuffs would still be available after the looters came through. Um, I'm assuming the uh, the garden is probably in good shape because all, all of your pantry and prepared stuffs are probably all gone. You know, they went for the easy stuff that you could pack and carry. It's kind of difficult to dig up turnips and potatoes and carrots and pick tomatoes when you're in a hurry. I'm going to say Ben is, uh, you know, I'll thank him for... Uh... His bandage, but I said, do you have any idea what's where these storms came from, or what's generating these strange storms in the area? I don't think that I do. Do I? Um, they kind of the storms kind of started toward the middle, the middle of the island, and they kind of started jumping into adjacent areas. So at first it was just in the uh, center of the island where there's a bunch of uh, forest and uh, river, and so a lot of wilderness. And then it slowly started spreading to other parts of the island as the animals spread the disease. Did the storm follow the disease, or was the disease a result of the storm? A little bit of both. The one does not, one cannot exist without the other. So as the disease spread, um, the storms became more intense. So as they were, you know, and then the the storms hit their peak when most of the population was infected. And you do know that um, the storm front on this part of the island, anyway, started in in a, a meadow that's five six hour walk from where you're at, and that's been in that general direction is like where all of the the diseased animals and people came from. So it started with just diseased animals, but then people went out to see why the animals were diseased, and they, they came back as zombies, or they came back with the disease and became zombies, and that's when things started spreading in the city. So we want to go the opposite direction, as far away from that place as possible. The opposite direction from that is back <laughs> yeah. towards yeah. the water. The ocean. <laughs> yeah. So an eight-hour um, fast boat ride, you're just going to swim that? Yeah. Well, I'll float that. I could conceivably walk that today. But. <laughs> yeah. So, Vendus, uh, you said the storm started in the center of the island. Is there anything there? Is there a town there? Is there a, a church there? You know, no, it's mostly mostly forest. There's a there's a river and uh, there's a lake there, but not much else. Yeah, it's it's kind of the big lake. It's the big biggest lake on the island that's fed from. On the north northeastern corner of the island, there's a it's all mountainy, and so there's the river starts in the mountains and flows down, and this is the biggest lake that's being fed from that one river. Were you present when these storms first started? 
Well, I, not not where they first started. I'm you, assuming. I don't know. You say that you first mastered your powers around the time that these storms started. Have you ever entertained the notion that you perhaps are cursed? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. All right, I'm glad that it has occurred to you. It's all my fault. Perhaps we... if we wish to stop this storm, we should investigate the area where it started. I think my parents would have liked that. I'll be brave for them. Started over that way. How far from us is the sun? How long would it take us to get there? Five or six hours. If you wanted to push it, you could make it there by day's end, but then you'd have to camp out in the wilderness, or you could, you know, crash here and head out first thing in the morning. Yeah. How about we do it in the morning? I believe our fleshier friends may need to rest. What's we got? Henry's back at the church. I want to check on him, too. But I can show everybody else where the other spare rooms are. I'll try to see if I can get the front door kind of put back roughly into a position it's supposed to be in. And since your family um, usually leaves the gate unlocked, it's pretty much intact. I mean, it, it'd take a little bit of a, a hammering and bending bars back into shape, but you can you know, lock it up again after a little bit of work. Yeah, I'll do that. I have those tools that we got from the blacksmith, so I'll work on the gate. And you also yeah. have the engineering know-how. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, so if so you could give me an intellect challenge roll, and this is just to see if you succeed at the challenge roll, then the gate is good as new. Otherwise, if you fail at the challenge roll, you can still close it, but then it's going to be stuck in place, and so you'll, you'll have to break it to get it open again. And you get uh, one boon from your engineering profession. I'm going to give you another boon for the well-made uh, tools, but you get one bane because you're still suffering from the zombie disease. So a nine plus the uh, boon is a three, so a 12 total. All right. Minus, oh wait, 11 total. No, there's no minus. Oh yeah, the minus one for your intellect. Yeah, my intellect. I was thinking of something else. So you managed to um, fix the gate, so it's pretty much good as new. The only thing you're missing is the actual key, but you managed to jury rig it good enough, you know, with one of the screwdrivers, just kind of shove it in there and turn it and latch it. So okay. even though there's no front door and you know some of the windows have been broken. You're, you're not going to have to worry about zombies sneaking up on you and devouring you in your sleep. You just have to worry about brigands sneaking in and slitting your throat while you sleep. I'm going to, I'll ask the, uh, I'll go back to the house and ask the guys. Well, actually, I should, I'll ask the clockworks. Do you guys even need to sleep? I'm, I'm not there. I'm still out in the backyard. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll ask. well it, it takes them at least an hour and a half, two hours to get the gate fixed. Okay. Uh, can I just check out the bodies, one, making sure they aren't rising from the grave, two, making sure I do not recognize them? Yeah, I mean, they're they're dead dead. They, it looks like they were uh, killed by raiders, not by zombies. Well, no point in checking their pockets. Use a stick, and so lifting the tarp, use a stick, kind of turn the lady's head to the left and the right. Nope, don't know her, and I'll throw the tarp back and then go back and help on the thing. All valuables have been looted already. I hate bandits. I <laughs> always get the good stuff. So how's it going, guys? And I'm I'm just not helping with the sense. I'm just being annoying and asking questions. Why are you doing it? Well, no, if you do it like that, I'm yeah, acting as well as I can, trying to fit in as a 12-year-old. So unless anybody has anything else that they want to do, we'll just uh, fast forward until next morning. Nope. Well, uh, seeing if we can get Father Henry out here, probably safer with us anyways. Yeah, so I'm going to try and be as quiet as possible and go out with the cart and get back to the church under the cover of night. 
Okay, so you can get you can get there and back before everybody else is awake and ready, and bring Father Henry with you. We hide him under a bundle of hay or something, so he doesn't. He is his illness has taken a turn for the worse. He is bedridden, and his bed. We set up a bed for him in the back of the cart, and I drag the cart out to the flake land. Father Henry, you need to get your rest. You should probably see this. I know you need to see this. All right, well let's let's leave him here and head out towards the source of the flake. Anthony, you're the only one who uh, took damage, right? Yeah, I had three. Yeah. And if you could please make me a strength challenge roll, because you are um, uh, diseased. I rolled an eight. Oh. <laughs> Plus two, so a ten, actually, with my strength bonus. Since he rolled a ten, that succeeds. I will go ahead and make a note of one so success. What's the gap between my... My, so I did one success there. What's what's the gap between my next try for getting rid of the disease? i got to do it three times. All right. It's every time you take a rest. Okay. All right. So you guys are heading out towards the the nearby source of, of the disease. Okay. All right. So um, you guys managed to... There's a, a pretty clear path that leads towards the meadow because it's a popular place used to be before, you know, it was infected with zombies. and But it used to be a popular place for um, uh, people to take their, their animals and let them graze. So it, it doesn't take you that long to get there, follow the trail. You see and hear some uh, noises and scuffling in the trees, but you guys are moving at a pretty crisp pace because you're in the... I'm assuming you're taking the, um, the wagon. Yep, I'm hauling it. Come on, guys! So it... You know, with going on foot, since you couldn't find any horses, it takes you about six hours to get there. And as you um, start getting closer, even though it's coming on uh, on afternoon, it seems to be getting darker and like this very oppressive feeling atmosphere. And um, there are more sightings of uh, emaciated animals along the path. You know, plenty of uh, plenty of dead animal corpses, a few humans. No actual zombies that you can see, but there's quite a bit of just this feeling of of unease, almost palpable. Like you, you just know that something evil and bad and wrong is nearby. And as soon as you get to the uh, uh, to the outskirts of the meadow, you see just this giant pack. I guess you could say group of all these different animals. All of them. You know, you've got uh, some bears, wolves, squirrels, um, uh, some birds of prey flying around, um, some deer, just some wild pigs, just all these different animals that are surrounding this giant black stone. And the stone is about 8 or 10 feet tall, 3 or 4 feet around, and it's just kind of hovering 2 or th- two feet off of uh, the ground. And just all these animals surrounding it are just emaciated. Some of them are missing limbs. Uh, tails have been chewed off. Obviously, they are no longer living animals. They have all succumbed to the disease. Nope. I, I draw the line at zombie bears. This appears unnatural. What is going on? And right now, you guys are like 100 yards away or so. And the, the, pack, the packed group of animals are about 20 yards out fill up the 20-yard area surrounding the stone. Hmm. But they're just kind of aimlessly meandering around, not actually attacking each other or eating each other, just 
It's, it's as if the stone is calling to them, is just keeping them there. Look, in death, they have found harmony with one another. That's an optimistic way of looking at it. That's creepy. Why is that stone floating? So you are not responsible for that. No. Good. No, that's bad. All right, I'm going to step off the path real quick and gather up a bunch of acorns, you know, for later. And I will... I'll go ahead and cast magic acorns. Um, so I can I can enchant up to five, and it lasts for an hour. So I'll just go ahead and enchant those now back in my pocket. Well, small wizard, what, what do you think this is? I think this is scary. Well, that's not very helpful. I don't, I don't know what it is. I've never seen that before. I've been this way hundreds of times when I was a kid, and I've never seen that rock before. This is weird. Do you think that's what's causing the the illness? Well, it doesn't look like it's helping anything. <laughs> right, I'm, not, I'm gonna look over. I'm gonna look over at uh, at Grodd and see if he's. Like acting kind of twitchy or weird. He's getting like called to the rock or something. Um, he's not getting called to it, but he is feeling less ill at ease than everybody else. But that might just be because he's an orc and he's disgusting anyway. Somebody had a bow, is that right? Yes. Okay, I've got a wilderness profession, um, specifically hermit. But uh, would wilderness give me any greater information on nature of disease? Actually, no. Wilderness looking at terrain. Could I? Could this all be set on fire? That's that's what you do because you play an RPG game. Yes, set it on fire. Burn it down. Um. Give me an intellect roll. Uh, with, with three weeks of <laughs> storms, though, everything's probably a little soggy. Yeah, I'm going to say no boons on this one. Just having the wilderness profession is allowing you to figure out <laughs> where. Okay. That's enough. That's the fourth. So, as William said, it's a little too wind-soaked or water-soaked and to make a good brush fire. So who, who has the ball? I do. I say we shoot a arrow at that zone and see what happens. So, so the little mental timer starts ticking off. No one says this is a bad idea. All right. He doesn't step up. You're going to have one bane on the roll just because of the uh, general unease feeling. All right. But it is an inanimate object, which means it has a defense of five. Okay. That is a 16. You successfully hit this giant rock with an arrow. Thunk. <laughs> It hits. You know, a little chip comes off. If you'd like to roll damage, you can. Sure. Do it. Do. A very little chip. You shoot your arrow at the the floating stone, and once you once the uh, the chip hits, once the arrowhead hits, it starts going in slow motion. It, it hits, and you hear the little echoing as the arrow hits and then bounces off, and then that little chip starts falling in slow motion. And as it's falling, getting closer to the ground, all the heads of the animals start picking up. And once it hits the ground, all eyes turn to you guys, and this inhuman wail goes up amongst the animals all assembled. And the ones closest to you start almost running towards you. You know, the, you know, the, the snakes are slithering, the antelope are leaping, and the pigs are kind of waddling because, you know, they're pigs. In the car, in the car... Get the cart. This has provided you know, fascinating getting, information getting the the making process. I'm getting at the front of the cart, and I'm about to take off. Yeah. I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna start running down the the path that we came up away from the animal. Are we, are we retreating? That 
appears to be the plan. Okay, <laughs> then I'm going to cast Fog. Um, if you're going to pull the cart, Petey, I'm going to jump into the back of the cart with the arrow facing backwards, so if anything gets close to us, I will shoot at it. Okay. I'll be our tail gunner. Um, I'm going to cast Fog. 20 yards out, this bubble of fog will come up, which will obscure... I don't know if it'll reach out to like the trees on either side of the path, but so that will easily obscure the path. Are you guys going to stay inside the fog and hide, or are you going to cast it behind you and keep running? Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking. Is if we're if we're booking it, I'm going to cast it toward the animals, you know, between them and us. As you know, maybe it'll slow them up for a. Bit. Um, while you're casting, give me an intellect challenge roll, if then you don't mind. Um, I got a 13, yeah, 13. Alright, so you manage to, uh, when you cast the spell, you guys start running away, you, you hear the, the sound of the animals as they're getting closer, and then all of a sudden, right about the time where you think that they would enter the fog cloud, the sound of movement slows down, and then just stops. I did it! I did it! Shut up! So, um, once line of sight was broken, they just kind of, not really forgot about you, they lost interest. Is that what occurs to me with the intellect roll? Yes. I think they need to see us. Looking at geography, looking for possible places for a dead, like a deer pit trap or a cliff face or something. A lake. <laughs> Drive them all into the lake. Um, what we need to do is get some volunteers to run off a cliff and have them follow us. Right. Go ahead and make <laughs> it um, with uh, two banes because this is the middle of the plains. There's not yeah. many cliffs nearby. Right. Figured as much. Worth a shot. Uh, Worth a shot. Who knows? You might roll a you know, 20. No, nope. I got a 11, but then a 4 on the bane, so 7. Well, I haven't heard otherwise, so I'm taking off with the card. Hang on, guys! Okay, and I take off until somebody tells me otherwise, because I'm not looking back. That plan did not work. Is anybody going to tell PD that the... Mad rabid animals have stopped. Yeah, once once I'm sure that they've stopped, I'll. Hey, it doesn't look like they're chasing us anymore. Drop the cart, skids to a halt, throws everybody in the cart. I was gonna say I, I fall off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hmm. Um. How many animals would you say there were? Um. A metric. Not, not, I'm sorry. A metric fuck ton. Okay. <laughs> Boy, this just gets worse as we go. There's a lot of animals. There, it doesn't look like much, but they're all uh, densely packed. I do not know if I have a solution. However, having worked with an Inquisitor before, we occasionally ran across objects of black magic. Small breakable objects were broken. We tried the breaking option. The breaking option will not work with our tools at hand. <laughs> yeah. The, the secondary option might be performing an exorcism of some sort. I am not qualified to do this. Well, if our Father Henry didn't have to stay back and read his book, maybe he could exercise it, but no... You know, priests are like that. Always have been. Or we could attempt to apply more force to the rock. However, we do have the problem of the interposing dead animals, which are active. Well, put that fog on the animals. But to, what would that do? We could walk up and... Hit the rock? Hit the rock. Can you do that? Will that fog follow us? You put it around us to fill it all. No, I think, it's, I think it's stationary. Put it on the rock. And then we run in, we beat the crap out of the rock, and then run away. I could I could cast a lightning bolt at the rock. Okay. Can you produce that fog again? Yes. Perhaps we should try letting you shoot it with electricity. Why don't you hide us in the fog? Then you hit it with a lightning bolt, 
And then when everything chases after you, we can go up behind it and break the rock. I, I like most of that plan. <laughs> and I have no problem acting as bodyguard for Vendus. Well, we don't need a bodyguard. We need a, a bait. So why don't you get their attention and then run away? I would have no problem going the opposite direction of where uh, Bendis is, and then if anything comes towards him, I will start shooting it to draw its attention. Like pretty good plan. I'm gonna, okay. I'll stay with Bendis and be bodyguard then, since he, he might be kind of defenseless if he's doing his magic. Now. So then that means the two clockwork are gonna be uh, playing decoy. I will <laughs> gladly play decoy, <laughs> but uh, my original idea. Since the uh, bow is like long range, so I'm just trying to get the opposite side of him. If anything goes towards him, even if I miss, I'm going to be shooting arrows so that you know, come this way, and then I'll make noise. So I guess I'll uh, I'll get up to the very edge of my first fog cloud that's sitting there, and then cast another one as far down the road as possible, and then that can let us sneak up to that cloud, which should be, I mean, really right at the edge of the animals. And you don't have you don't have anything heavy on you, right? That could weigh you down. Just my crushing guilt. It's all my fault. Oh man. <laughs> um. Okay. So. So before that happens. Uh oh. Uh, if silencer could give me a will attack roll, please, to um, you know, draw them away. Oh, okay. Um. That is eleven. That is all you needed, silencer. Fires off a few arrows, you know, <laughs> mix the the stone again, and you know all those eyes turn to you. And ah, I am shooting your stone. <laughs> a few hundred more of these arrows, and it will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like the the camera pans from over your shoulder and kind of goes upward and zooms out, and then you can just see that the the stone is right there in the center, and then they've got the outer ring of corpses. Then they just kind of start flowing in the direction where you're at and thinning around the stone and just going off that way. And then as they're they're going towards you, this, like, puff of smoke uh, in the opposite direction appears. And then the the camera zooms in really quick to the puff of smoke, and we see the rest of the party not trying to get eaten. Okay. Um, You see a little marionette kid's head poke out of the smoke for a second. Yeah, and making sure all the guys are going by, so he's looking left, right. Okay, guys, it's clear. Come on. All right, so I'll step up. Do I need an attack roll to hit this? How big is this stone? It's a big boulder-like thing. Yeah, it's got a defense of five. Okay. But um, you do get your, your boon to it because it does have a metal in it. Oh, very nice. 23. So as the puff of smoke expands and the, the marionette head... Uh, peeks out, you see that the, the the wind starts blowing in from the east and the, the smoke blows away and you see this 16-year-old kid with looks like he's a, a baby treant, you know, covered in his oak hide with his glowing staff, points it at, this, at this, the stone, mutters something that's probably obscene and a, a bolt of lightning lances out from the uh, end of his staff and in his other hand he's holding his uh, amulet given to him by his mother which also crackles with lightning, throwing out another lance of, of lightning that both strike one right after the other. And then there's this sonic boom from the, the lightning and just the sheer volume and pressure of, of the boom for the thunderclap shatters the stone into millions of pieces. And it starts 
exploding like a shrapnel grenade, but after it gets about five or six yards out, it just starts disintegrating into uh, into these really dark purple, almost uh, black, glittering particles that just kind of float upward and just disappear altogether. And then as the glitter show kind of subsides, um, we do a quick cut to um, Silencer as he's running through, <laughs> just running away towards uh, the tree line. And you can just see, like in Return of the Jedi, but instead of flames around Lando, around the Millennium Falcon, you see these corpses going, getting closer and closer to en- enveloping him. And then yeah, behind him, right behind me. <laughs> you see that. And then once all of the, the particles disappear, there's this giant bear that's just jumping at you from behind. And his jaw is open, hanging off because it's not quite fully hinged. And he's, he would be, you know, screaming at you because bears do that. But he's dead, so he has he doesn't breathe, so there's no sound coming out of it. And then it just he just falls straight down halfway through, and then all of the bodies around you just collapse and become just dead bodies. Whoa! And I'm going to, like from the force, like jumping away from the thing right before it was ready to snap in. Like, I jump forward and land, and when I stand up, like, my body parts are in the wrong directions. So I have to, like, rotate my hands back into place and my head back. Excuse me, Grodd, you are also feeling a hell of a lot better. Oh, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pat Wizard on the back. It's a good job, kid. Wow! I didn't think it would do that. All according to plan. My parents would be so proud.